Welcome to Under Your Influence, a podcast series produced by Impact Teen Drivers in partnership with the National Road Safety Foundation. Parents and guardians are the number one influencers of teens' attitudes and behaviors in a car. With true stories and helpful tips, we are empowering parents and teen influencers to help stop the number one killer of teens in America, car crashes, especially those caused by reckless and distracted driving. Thanks for joining us for today's Under Your Influence, Episode 3, Life in the Fast Lane. My name is Dr. Kelly Browning, and I'm the proud executive director for Impact Teen Drivers, an organization dedicated to stopping the number one killer of teens. As busy parents, we wake up, make breakfast, get our kids dressed, get ourselves dressed, drop kids off at school, go to work, pick them up from school, start homework, make dinner, etc. Then one day we wake up, and our teen is getting their license, and they're ready to drive. And we think, where did the time go? Now your mind's racing. Have you talked to your teen about all the tips and tricks you have learned about driving over the years? Have you talked to them about the importance of slowing down behind the wheel, taking their time, getting to where they're going, putting away the distractions, wearing their seatbelt properly every ride, and not forgetting to make sure their passengers are properly buckled too? What about knowing who they get in the car with? Stop, take a breath, Make sure the racing stops with your mind, because today we're going to talk about speed. Driving too fast is a major issue for teen drivers, and unfortunately, speed is a factor in more than a third of all fatal crashes. I mean, the kinetic energy of an object increases with the square of its velocity. This means that doubling your speed quadruples the kinetic energy of a moving vehicle. That's why high speeds greatly increase stopping distances and the severity of crashes. The faster you drive, the greater the impact or striking power of your vehicle if you're involved in a crash. Remember guys, speed limit signs tell you the maximum safe speed when both weather conditions and visibility are favorable. If it's raining, snowing, fogging, or visibility is impaired because of the sun glare, you need to adjust your speed accordingly. As we learned in our prior episodes, our kids learn their driving attitudes and behaviors from us parent. So whether or not they decide to follow the speed limit, it's just another choice they can make based on what they learn from us, what we role model. Now, I know each of us wants to believe our kid will follow the law, but even good kids make mistakes. What we don't want is for those mistakes to be behind the wheel of a 3,000 pound metal beast where one poor decision can change lives forever. Most of us have curfews regarding what time our kids need to be home, but what about setting a time your child needs to leave their friend's house or the football game? This way your teen won't choose to leave at the last minute and then have to speed to get home on time. It's just something to think about, tips and tricks. Although the statistics and stopping distance are all important factors to learn, again, they don't tell the whole story. I'd like to introduce you to Chella. I've had the privilege of presenting with Chella in schools and communities across the nation. I am Chella Alvarado and I am Michael's mom. Chella, tell me about Michael. Michael was very charismatic. He loved life. He was very loving. He was a mama's boy and wasn't afraid to show it or show affection. You'd see him out in the street and he'd come up to you and He'd give you a big old hug and a kiss. Michael sounds like a wonderful son. Tell me what you know about his crash. 
Michael and his friends were actually at our house hanging out. They were playing video games. And they decided that uh, they were going to go and get hamburgers. My mom said that he had come downstairs with him and his friends. And they said, Grandma, we're going to go get hamburgers. And my grandmother, my mother told them, Mijo, I'll make you something to eat. Don't, you don't have to go get hamburgers. So I was, no, Grandma. He says, we're just going to go down the street. And we're going to pick up the hamburgers and be right back. And they went. And they were literally on their way back home. They were less than a mile and a half away from our house. It had been raining really hard that year. And Michael was driving excessively fast for the weather conditions. And Michael lost control of the truck and he hit a tree. And Michael died on impact. Jill, I'm so sorry for your loss. What was it like to find out Michael had been in a crash and had not survived? When I found out that Michael had died. I wanted to die with him. I didn't think I could cope with life after losing Michael. It changed our worlds forever. Jella, do you think Michael's crash was preventable? Michael's crash was 100% preventable. Had he not been driving excessively fast for the wet weather conditions, had he not had his passengers distracting him, Michael would be here today. Yes, it's the simple things that have a big impact. What can we do as parents to help our kids understand the choices they make really matter when they're driving? As parents, we need to be role models because we're the example to our children. I agree. Role modeling and education is key. We think about teaching our kids to be good drivers. What should we teach them about being a passenger? When you're a passenger in a car, you know, you are, you have that right to say, hey, you need to slow down. You need to stop using your phone. Everyone needs to be quiet. And if that's not happening, you need to have that person pull over and you need to get out of that car and you can call your parents because I can promise you from the bottom of my heart that your parents would prefer to get that call than to get the knock on the door that we did. I know Michael was in one of your large SUVs. Did you think that would be a more safe vehicle for him because it was bigger? His dad and I actually talked about which vehicle we were going to leave him with so that we would feel that he would be the safest. And we decided on a full-size uh, Chevy Suburban, and uh, we thought that he would be safe in that vehicle. Well, we certainly know there's vehicles that have better safety features. Is there such a thing as choosing a safe vehicle? I don't think so, because the safety is in the driver's hands, not, not the vehicle. The reason we do what we do is so that we can save lives, so that we can hopefully save another family from going through the agony that we have gone through. If we could save one life out of every group that we talk to, then we know that Michael didn't die for nothing. Our safety behind the wheel is often in our hands. I couldn't agree more. Chella, what has life been like without Michael? 
I, for Mother's Day, instead of Michael bringing me flowers, I'm taking flowers to him at the cemetery. And life has just been devastated since we lost Michael. Chella, thank you so much for sharing your story and your pain and working hard to ensure it doesn't happen to other families. When Michael left his home that rainy night, his grandma expected him to be back shortly. Unfortunately, because Michael chose to drive too fast for the conditions, a moment of inattention cost him his life. Let's bring Officer Korea into the conversation. He's our local expert from the California Highway Patrol. Thanks, Kelly. And I'm so grateful to families like Michael's that choose to turn their tragedy into a teachable moment in the hope that we can learn from others' mistakes. So a trip with friends to go pick up burgers doesn't result in heartbreak for one more family. I think as parents, we often think if our teen is driving somewhere close to home, it'll be safe. Over 50% of crashes happen within five miles of home. Michael was just running up the road to a local restaurant to pick up some burgers with friends. I guarantee you, he never thought that his choice to speed would result in a lifetime of heartbreak for his family. Officer Korea, hearing these tragedies and especially hearing that 50% of crashes happen within five miles of home, I promise you as a parent, I always thought, well, it's just up the road. Clearly that's okay. Um, what, what do we need to remind our kids? What will help them stay safe? Well, Kelly, we need to remind our kids that each time they get behind the wheel, they need to be present and slow down and think about what they're actually doing. It starts with us role modeling these behaviors behind the wheel. If we are always in a rush to jump in a car, to get to work and eating our breakfast on the way out the door, we're setting an example for our kids. In Michael's crash, there were multiple issues going on that led to his crash. He was driving too fast for the rainy conditions. He was distracted by his friends in the car. And he was reaching for stuff as it was falling to the floorboards of his vehicle. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about it. And, and as a parent, I know I've talked to my kids about impaired driving. I've talked to my kids about distracted driving. And I'm sure I've told them to definitely follow the speed and just kind of assume they were going to do that. You know, how big of a deal is speed in preventing crashes? Well, to be quite honest, Kelly, speed is one of the number one causes for a crash. So since we're talking about speed, I want to point out that speed plays a role in following distance, of course. And as an officer, I've seen far too many crashes where tailgating or following the car ahead too closely was the primary cause of the collision. And when you combine not enough space in between your car and the car ahead of you with speed, it's inevitable that a crash is going to occur. So parents, help your kids out by role modeling safe driving speeds and leaving adequate following distance. You can't expect do as I say, not as I do to work. It really never has. 
I love that officer Korea. Do as I say, not as I do. Never worked for us and it's not going to work for our kids. That means a lot of us need to really focus on our paying attention to our speed. It's not about keeping up with the flow of traffic. It's really about making the choice to drive safe for the conditions. And remember, we're always role modeling that driving behavior for our kids. So buckle up, put our distractions away. And if needed, let's leave five minutes earlier. It's always better to arrive early than not to arrive at all. Together, we can stop the number one killer of young people, preventable car crashes. Remember, for more safe driving tips, visit us at impactteamdrivers.org. Your choices can save lives. Thank you for listening to Under Influence Episode 3, Life in the Fast Lane. Join us next time as we talk about who your kids are paying attention to. It's an episode packed with straightforward strategies and useful information. Make sure to subscribe to Under Your Influence, a podcast produced by Impact Teen Drivers in partnership with the National Road Safety Foundation. And if this podcast helped you out, even with just one new tip or one new way to think about teen driving, consider leaving a review to help other parents find us.